Jr., thanks for coming on, man. Um, you know, to, to kind of kick this off, we'll, we'll break down some runs from the Capitalists, and then we also got some, uh, some practice runs from today. So thank you for being here, man. Appreciate it. Heck yeah, I'm excited. All right, man. Well, first thing, we're, we've got your runs from the Capitalists, which, uh, you know, your place over here. We're also posting the whole rope, and so it's kind of cool because we get – get your perspective, get a few guys' perspective of what one of the toughest open ropings is like. So, first of all, what what's the score like over here at the Capitalists? Oh, it's, you know, it's tail by the pin. It's normally about even or a little longer, and it's uh, it's a go catch them. You know, it's uh, kind of like a BFI setup roping. It's one of my favorite ones of the year. Yeah, they got they got in-brand steers, right? They're, they're strong, will kind of move out. Um, and and really push like the and the arena is not as long as like like you'd think when you watch a video or something like that it doesn't feel that long it's pretty easy to get down there at the bottom end but the steers stay running really good for for that indoor right yes sir it's it's just a real true rope and you know Driggers does a good job putting it on uh, making it where the steers are all pretty even and they all run and it's you got to go and see a start and go catch them and you know every now and again it seems like it's pretty tough at the beginning but it's a long it's a long day and you got to get through it so. I, these opens there's especially a big one like this one has over 100 teams so all the headers right there when they start they're all stacked on top of each other trying to figure out what the score is so that's i always found that it's like one of the hardest things if you're up early in that roping how do you how do you find the spot where you like to watch the score do you ask a lot of guys right off or how do you try to find that like hey what, what's this what's it going to feel like over here because you don't really get a good look at it when there's that many guys around um, normally, it seems like for me, the the best way to do it is is to go over there and, and try to watch a couple guys and see what the best way for me to score is and see a safe, good, sharp start. And I try to start off the day, you know, like I'll say, hey, I'm going to see tail the pin. And I'll go, you know, halfway through the rope and see the same thing and keep going and get a get a like a, a fluent motion going where everything's easy, you know. And then if I think it's getting a little quicker, I'll try to push a little bit. But I think a lot of times guys right off the bat try to get too good of starts and then it's it just there's no momentum, there's no nothing to start off on, you know. Yeah, I think too, you get you break the barrier days done. And uh the the hardest thing I think about open jackpot is is scoring, right? Is I think that's probably the the one thing. Cause if a guy hits the barrier every time, you're gonna you're gonna have rolls usually. But if you if you end up getting too far off of it or break a barrier, obviously it, it makes it it makes the runs harder, and that's where you see a lot of reaching and stuff like that come in too. Yes, sir. I uh, scoring's been a hard thing in my career of heading in the last five or six years. Uh, I've had a lot of different horses that score a lot different, and I think that's the 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 hardest part about scoring. You know, every horse scores different. No horse is going to score the same. I don't care how you try to train them, how you do it. And in my opinion, they just you know they all have their own feel, and they all have a certain way they feel in the box. I think. Um, the main thing is, is where they're confident, you know, you got to be able to back in there and be confident and know that your horse is going to see what you want to see and be able to go. I think a lot of times guys get to the roping and, you know, their horse kind of gets to move in or you, they kind of get to leak in. And then it's, it's hard to start off on a, on a, on a fresh day. You know, it's, it's like you, you get to get to leak in, you're pulling, you're reaching, and then there's no momentum from the start. Well, then you're just trying to get through the day, you know? I think if a guy can get in there, back in there, see hip to the pin, whatever you're, you know, tail to pin, you know, horn around, front leg, whatever guys try to see, everyone scores different. But where you can see a consistent start off the bat, you know, and then if you got to step it up and sharpen it up, you can, but be able to see a start. You know, a lot of times guys, their horses, they move around and then it's hard to get a feel for the start, you know, and that's, 
right here during this rope and right here is going to be what we're going to talk about. Right. Okay. So before we uh, get into this first run right here, let's talk about your kind of style of heading and this head horse, because I, I really like what this horse does and I like what your style looks like. So tell me what, what type of run you try to make on him. Um, I try to blow a, like a coil back to the steer and, and rope them sharp around the horns, get their head and be able to keep everything legal. I, uh, I've had to really change my heading a lot in the last couple of years because of this horse. He's just he's just real fast and real sharp, and and he goes past where I was used to roping before I ever had this horse. I always, you know, reached and, you know, was aggressive and tried to kind of go at him because that's the kind of horses I had. And when this horse kind of came up, it, it's been way different. I've had to kind of change my heading to riding more in the saddle and being more sharp where when it goes on the horns, everything can be tight tight to the saddle horn, tight to the steer's head, where I can almost lead him off like I'm trying to lead a dog, you know. And this horse, is he's so uh, fast, and when the head up goes by his head, he just gets on his butt, and it's just easy to be able to control the steer's head. But if it's if your rope's real loose when they hit the steers, it's really hard. And that's what I've had to really focus on this horse is trying to get better about get sharper when I get close. Yeah, because he when you open this horse up, and he's hitting that that full run. There's not a lot of there's not a big opening to throw the coil and a half two coil shot. He's more it's an easier shot for him to kind of get rated down after that. You get past that shot. So understanding where to throw from that one coil because if you get all the way into the hip, it, these opens it's it's almost so, sometimes it'll be too slow, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like if you go all the way in, it kind of throws the momentum off and it kind of makes everything. It kills the run, and that's what I have done on that horse a lot before I've. Feel like I'm more consistent, more confident now than I ever have been. But before, I would run in there real close and rope them, and it'd be real loose. And then I had to wait until everything come tight, and then pull them off. And like now, I've really worked on running in there, and when be about a coil back, being able to rope on the way in, and then let him work where everything's still uh, snappy. You know, it's not there's no loose, no dead spot. You know, right and. And that's really helped me out a lot on that horse. Right. Okay. Well, this is uh, this is round one right here. And obviously this steer, you could see, strong running. Um, kind of my first question for you is this steer's running pretty – it looks like he kind of gets in the left lead and then just a, either straight or just a touch right. I know this angle's a little bit tough, but when, it, when that kind of happens and you're throwing and he kind of gets back off to the right right there and you get it on the horn, it doesn't go – like you're getting his head, but it's not on the horn all the way clean. And that rope runs just a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. So talk to me about that, like how, how you're able to kind of control the run right there with it. And, and you know, what, what kind of makes that? Is that kind of what happened? Or what, why do you feel like you lose a little bit of rope right there? Um, yeah, I think uh, that steer was kind of running. And I, and I was trying to go all the way to him. Well, I kind of threw a real open catch loop. And when it went on, it kind of went on sloppy. But when he, right at the head rope hit him, he kind of stepped kind of straight as I would say maybe maybe to the right but pretty straight and it kind of took my rope a little bit before I got it all the way around the dally where I could already have it tight and then that's why it kind of ran a little bit on me right there and then a little more and then right there I was trying to stay in there until he got his feet you know because I think a lot of times guys like on a horse that runs hard they they try to pull him too early yeah and and that's like right there. I kind of slid a little rope, but I, I tried to let him get his feet. And then the next one. So what, what, I'll, uh, I'm going to show this right quick. When you say get his feet, so like you're talking, when you head this steer right, 
here, your horse's feet are going so fast. You're like, you're kind of giving him a second to like throttle it down. Yes, sir. And then that way he can there he hits his back leg and then he starts breaking the steer down. And then that's how those like those big, strong horses, as opposed to like, you, you see your left hand holds him up right here. And, uh, and that way you're not just mashing on these steers as you're going so fast, right? Yes, sir. And you know, that's what this horse is, is so amazing about doing is he runs so hard and he uses his butt so much that when you run in there, you have to make sure everything's good before you try to pull him too early. You try to pull him too early on a big horse like that that's going that fast, especially on that kind of steer, then it, it's really, it makes him almost unhealable, you know? So I, a guy has to almost let those horses set up further. And that horse is really unique compared to a lot of horses because he's so fast and has just can do things that 99% of horses cannot do. And that's get on his butt and keep the steer's heads at all times. Yeah, and and I think that's that's the thing is your your game plan at this rope, and even though it's a fast rope, and is still you're gonna play to this horse, so that mm -hmm. that shows a lot of confidence because this rope and it, it is inside. I, I know it's um the barriers out there, the steers are strong, but it's still fast. So you're you know you're looking to to use your horse first, and that's that's kind of what I like about these ropes. Yes, sir. Um, you know a lot of these ropes anymore nowadays are are fast. And um, I think a guy has to, you know, you got to go catch the cow, but you can't just lay up and just, you know. Yeah, and, and even here, like, this is one where I say I, you basically drill the start. You yes, know sir. what I mean? And you, get, you pick your rope up. And, and one thing that I felt like happened to me at the Capitalist a little bit was when I would get really good starts, the steers would feel you and mm -hmm. kind of check down just mm -hmm. a little bit. And they got a little bit awkward to head. Like you've seen a lot of guys pop it off the horns or they'd really get right. You know, mm -hmm. and I think like that's what happens right there is that steer, I think he steps just a little bit right again. Yep. And when you're going to your slack, when you go to your slack right there, it kind of, it, I think that's what kind of makes it harder. Is that what, I feel like that's what happened. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I think I just missed my slack too, but that, uh, you know, it's, it makes it where you have to ride your horse real good on steers that they don't run a, a straight pattern, you know, like that steer kind of comes out and then he kind of comes like he steps left, like he wants to maybe be pretty good, like right there. And then he kind of straightens back out. And, uh, you know, I think a guy at a jackpot trying to get through the rope and you got to ride through that throw and make sure you rope the horns. Cause it seems like in my opinion, the steers horns change yep. spots, you know? Well, in, um, your left hand stays got to stay really good. You know, yes, it's got to be in a in a kind of a similar area, right? Because yes, you're sir. you're keeping all your momentum going forward, and then that way he doesn't step out on you or something. Mm -hmm. And that, I think that's what what's pretty cool about that too is, you know, you it is awkward when you miss your slack. And I don't know how many times like guys miss their slack right there, and they they would pop it off them, or they would just hit that steer mm -hmm. really hard right there in the hole, and you're able to to open that one up and he, he gets healed pretty fast, right? Yeah, that and that's what's so nice about this horse. He's real free, you know, you don't ever take nothing away from your throw. And uh, it makes heading a lot more forgiving when you have one that's really fast that is uh, gonna blow to wherever you, like run to wherever you need to go. And then also not take it away from you, you know? A lot of fast horses, guys will run them in there and then when you throw, they get quick because that's the only way to really win because you got to make it snappy. but. That horse is so unique. He's always been free, and he stays up under himself when you rope the horns, so then you can keep him going forward and dally. Yeah.
What do you think about that run right there? I thought that I thought that run was a good, sharp, just snappy good run. You know, I we didn't, neither one of us did nothing special. I tried to just rope the horns sharp. That steer kind of rolled his head a little bit. I tried to really make sure to get it tied around his horns. You know, I, I think if a guy goes to waving it off or a person gets where it's their horn loops don't look very good, it's a lot because you don't follow through and make it tight on their horns. Like if you watch right here. Let me go forward or back. Forward. Right there. I tried to really pull my slack back. If you watch, I get my hand all the way back. Yeah, we got this, we got this pin, man. Let's let's crack it out. Let's see. Yeah. You, you know, we're, like we're, my hand, we're fancy over here. My now. arm is back there. You yeah. know. That's I think a guy's got to pull his slack back. You know, I think a lot of times people will only pull their slack to like right here, you know, and then they don't get it all the way, their slack all the way out. And I think that is a major thing in heading is you got to rope the horns and get your slack tight to their head. Yeah, got to get got to get it all the way out right there. Like it's tied on the horns. And I mean, he's got that, that head's pretty low. Like yeah. when, when you go back a little bit, even you see, even at your angles, like he's not ducking his head right there. And then as you are bringing it, he kind of, then he gets low, with mm -hmm. it, you know, when he feels that, that hitting right there. And that's, that's even more of a challenge because yeah. you really didn't, you kind of got to really react to that one right there. Yeah. And I, and I think that's what kind of made me on that steer, maybe really fall through my delivery and make sure I had it tight to his head. Um, it's easier to control and handle the steer when you have it tight to their head like that. I think, you know, I think a lot of times someone will get it loose and then when you dally, it's like you have a pause to where everything, and then it's like, oh, okay, now you can pull them. Well, if it's tight to your hand, then when you dally, you already know where the steer's head is at. Like, I think guys like Caleb Driggers is amazing at that, where he just gets it tight to their horns. Well, then it's their head, you can control them at any any time, you know? Yep. That's one of the things that the top headers in the world do different than anyone else is you know, all the top 10 in the world do that. They rope the horns real sharp and then have their slack where it's right here and they can control the steer's head. Yeah, and, and I mean, that's this is a good example of it right here is you, you're going to put it on the horn. Your horse, I'll, uh, I'm going to rewind it just a little bit so we can kind of get a little more feel for this. But as you, you, it goes on the horns right here and you get to your slack, you watch your horse, he kind of steps up and out and then it's like he's just throttling right there and then steer's head, shoulders start yep. to come around. And every you got tons of control, and, and then it's just lead them off. Yep, and and your hands like, you, there it is. You you push forward a little bit, and then you start to open him up right there as you kind of pull, and and that's what kind of that's what makes that run, uh, uh, probably long five. I would I would say. I mean, it's a really good run, and it's one of those where, the the first two runs you're like, probably in the middle of the roping, right? Mm -hmm. And then that one's like, okay, we're starting to move up just a little bit. Like yeah. that one's kind of ahead of the pace, and it's. It's a really nice run to have yep. right there, right? Yeah, it, it uh, you know, we kind of made a more of aggressive run on that run, on that steer. I kind of had where I felt confident in my rope and my horse right there better. The first couple, I kind of ran in there and just got just got a time on the board. It almost seemed like, and then that one, we drew the right steer and it was we could actually step it up and 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 make a sharp run. Yeah, that's that's one of the hardest things to do roping, especially. Uh, at tougher ropings and bigger ropings. And I, I think a lot of guys would experience in, in any number of roping, if there's a lot of teams or big money up, is 
trying to go fast enough in the first round, but just catch two. You know, mm-hmm. like you want to get in a rhythm. And and some of these opens, if you go too slow and you go lay an eight down, you're mm-hmm. like, man, you're almost you're behind. And, and same thing, it'd be like a nine or a ten or eleven in some of the opens. But I, I think there's there's that fine line. If you can have a run that works, but is still kind of safe, it's still high mm-hmm. percentage. And I think that's you know that's a nice way to start ropens out. Yeah, and I and I that's one thing I really enjoy about my partner and I. You know, we uh, are we can make a jackpot run that's pretty pretty sharp. You know, and and then when we step it up, we can we can make a fast run, and that's it's nice to know that. I mean, in some teams, you know, they kind of have that. It seems like, and some it's just kind of tricky. You know, and it's who you rope with. You know, I think you know some guys click, some guys don't. And uh, me and Levi, it seems like on our, on our horses and our style, it's we can go try to just make a good run and, and it's still pretty snappy it seems like yeah and and i think that's uh the horses too really yeah. really dictate that as well because you've got a few head horses and somewhere you could go really aggressive on and, and throw faster than you've got this one like you're you know you're comfortable running steers down as well you know yeah. so i think that helps and like this horse uh on that steer right there you know he he gains so much it, it's almost like you're faster just to, to take an extra swing and, and, and have everything tight, you know. On some horses, you know, you can reach and, and it's you're almost faster to reach and do that stuff. But on this horse, he's the kind of horse you're better just to run to the steer almost and have everything tight and you're gonna be just as fast as if as if a person tries to reach and it's loose and you know I think you there's a time that you can you can be aggressive and there's a time that you have to be able to take an extra swing and turn the steer. Yep. What about um, that that timing? You know, this this one kind of shows it a little bit. I'm going to try to. I think this one's pretty slow. Uh, but when you're riding your horses, from the time you like clear the box to that swing, there's times where to build timing in that swing, it's a little bit. It's hard. It's mm-hmm. hard to get feel and time that shot. So, what do you try to do with your upper body and your riding, and then your swing speed to kind of be able to to find a spot to rope from, you know, you, your horse is moving real fast. You're trying to have a, a good open swing. What creates that? Um, I, I've tried to make it where it's more simplified for me, you know, where it's real open ahead of my horse to where I can throw at any time. You know, I think a lot of guys like myself, I get caught a lot trying to ride too much, especially on this horse where I'm not ready to rope when it's time to rope. So I think there's a happy medium in riding your horse across the line, but getting your rope up and having everything flat and ahead of your horse where when it's time to rope, you're ready to throw. And on this horse, that's one thing that's really, really helped me out because I've learned that a lot in the last couple of years that he runs so hard that I have to be ready to rope. Yeah. You know, and and when you're on a horse that doesn't do that, it's it's not as big of a deal because you don't ever – feel like, I mean, you just kind of get up over them and can kind of reach and it's, it's easier to, to reach on a horse that runs like this. You have to get your rope going and be a, be ahead of your horse because they're running, you know, their strides, three strides to the steers one. It seems like on a horse like this. Right. Uh, let's talk about the plane of your rope. Cause I think that's, uh, that's something that, like you just said, if a horse doesn't have as much run, your tip would be higher mm-hmm. because the steers are going to be a little bit further away. When I watch you pick your rope up, I would say it's pretty steep right there. Like, like in that that swing right there, you can't throw from right there. Right? Yes, sir. Um, so if you like look where your tip is pointed, um, let's get a ref. If you want to try a little reference line, but I would say it's probably like maybe draw an arrow from where you think your point of your rope's at. I think it's to the shoulders almost, right? Like, uh, I don't know. That's 
I, I'm kind of asking for for me as well. Um, when we talk about that, though, like that that tip is pretty steep. You know, if it's pointed to his horns right there or his back, like it's a real hard, like it's hard to reach. Like if you yes. were to take him in that shot, it's it's probably not going to work. Where you have to go that nether swing, and then that's the spot from where that one coil yep. is, and that's basically where your rope starts every time on this horse. Like it's. It's yeah. almost a predetermined shot because yeah, I, your horse is going to work like that. If you right? watch, you know, like the whole time on that run, that those angles never, ever change, you know. Um, and that's about what I try to do is I try to get up ahead of my horse and get my tip down because he's going so hard. And I know that if my tip's too high up, then um, – I'm sorry. So right, I'm 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 a rookie running this okay. too. I've... So like, we go back a couple more strides. Sorry. Okay. So right here. So if my tip is up, up here flat, and I don't get it down, well then I got to change it to there. Sorry, I'm having hit. No, that's good. I got to change it to there. Right. In one swing, by the time I got to throw. Yep, and if you come out of that swing right there and throw with your horse still running, that's that loop that goes right by the right horn. Yep, it or behind it. Yep, it doesn't like it. It goes over their head by the right horn. It misses completely, mm -hmm. and that and that's really all the. It's not like a a bad a bad loop. It's just that that tip of that rope is is not in the right spot. So that's and that's I think that's one thing for a lot of like World Series guys that that really have a run. If if you've got a good head horse and you want to figure it out, like. That's a great spot to pick your rope up to and then ride your horse mm -hmm. to that spot. And, yeah. and don't fight your tip from the beginning. Just get your rope where, right where you want to want to throw it from. Now, it can limit you if your horse doesn't run or you get a steer that's a little bit tough. Um, and that's where rope talent and skill might have to come into play a little bit. But when you have a horse this good and you know the run is really comfortable, that's I think that is, you know, the deal. Yeah, I, uh, you know... This horse makes head and where, you know, you don't have to reach. You don't have to, you know, be aggressive or do different. You know, you just got to get through the course. And if you do a good job that day, you should win the roping, you yeah. know, because he's going to make it pretty easy. Like if I score the way I should score and get through the roping and rope smart and rope sharp, I'm, there's, no, there's no reason I don't win the first. You know, the biggest things I've had on this horse is beating myself. You know, like I was... Me and Sherwood last year was in, at the BFI, and we had like seven seconds to go to high callback. And I get a great start. Should have been no longer than 6'5". And I run in there and didn't have my rope going and threw right behind the horns. Right. And, and I, like that was, you know, because I wasn't ahead of my horse, wasn't sharp, wasn't aggressive. And, and that's what this horse will do. I mean, you got to be ready to rope. You know, you, I miss more because I'm not ready to rope than I miss because I'm being too aggressive or anything else, you know. Yeah, that spot shows up fast. Mm -hmm. All right, so on this run, this is one more thing I, I kind of think is really cool too because this is your fifth round steer, right? This is – Yep. And you guys are obviously good in the roping at this point. You've probably put a couple five-second rounds mm -hmm. on top of a probably a six and a seven. Mm -hmm. You know, you're, you're, you've got a really good chance to win a great check. And then this steer – I, th I think you see it a little bit, probably more than you want, and he's out there really running. And then it's the same almost as your first steer, right there, mm -hmm. steps right, and that slack kind of gets out of your hands, right? And mm. I don't know if you, yeah, do you miss it or hit it at the, yeah, miss it at the. I, I just missed it. Like my hand was back here and my rope was up there. 
And really the reason you miss it is probably because that rope's going on pretty tight right there. Mm -hmm. And then the steer just stepping right. Yep. Is it just changed the angle of where your slack would be and you, you know, you miss it. I would say, is that, is that usually why? Yes, sir. I think, you know, the, like something changes and the steer will step to the right or lower his head and it makes you a person really change delivery and like really just make sure to catch the horns and cover the horns that it'll make it where that's what makes you miss your slack. Yep. Um, on this steer right here, when my, when I did miss my slack, same as the last one that I missed my slack, this, my horse was real free, real honest. You know, he didn't, even though we were aggressive in that roping, he didn't take nothing from me and he let me just stay in the roping. We're really going to talk some fundamentals right here because this is where that left hand never gets out of place, you know? And I think that's one of the things you learn really early is how to, to use your left hand really really well right like that's one of the things roping the dummy riding your horse kind of keeping that left hand right there in front of you you notice when you miss it your left hand right here stays in a good spot don't you think mm -hmm. it just stayed forward and it kept my reins and everything loose forward to the steer and everything kept going forward there's nothing there was no tension no you know i didn't turn it off to the left and try to turn the steer off i kept my feet everything under underneath me kept everything going forward i tried to keep squeezing squeezing my legs where nothing ever changed. You know, I think the main thing is when you mess up right there, you cannot change the momentum of the run. You have to just keep going through it where nothing changes. I didn't panic right there. I tried not to panic and just, I tried to like not even let my partner know that something was happening, you know, to where everything stayed pretty fluent. Yeah. And, and I think that's, what's so cool. This horse is obviously special because that they, they, to have that much run, that's that's when you know they can really run because horses that can't run that much they step out yes sir and they see that head rope coming and they're kind of already rating a little bit more and it just feels like the steer's getting away from you and then that's where you to hit that steer really hard and you're able to right here when you miss it you push up right there mm -hmm. and then the steer just breaks down the same way yes sir and i think that's all one of the biggest things too is when we do have a bobble heading it's hard on our healers. Like they'll come in a little bit early, they'll get tight, they'll pull on their horse mm -hmm. and it sets, and that's really, really hard where you're able to keep pushed up, then break that steer down the exact same. You're able to throttle that steer down. So your healer, I mean, he, he's able to, I mean, he, he heals great and that's a really good shot. Yeah. But your, your healer was still, he, he had something to, to, to read. Yep. You know, he had something to go off of. It didn't, nothing changed, nothing dramatic, you know, happened. It was just like everything kind of stayed fluent. He knew where to stay. He kept his position down the arena. He didn't panic and get in. And, and, and you know, that comes off also knowing, you know, that that horse is going to square him and, and they don't make it where they're not going to leave him, you know. And, and uh, that's the, that goes back to trying to pull him too early. You can't leave him. You know, you got to like that. And that's why he didn't panic coming in early. I missed my dally, kind of stepped up, got it back. Well, then he just stayed where he was and then just came in behind him and, and stayed in the roping. Yeah. And, and I think that's really cool because I believe this next run is the short rounder. Yes, sir. So that was, that was right before the short round. And how many times the guys get in situations like that, like their horses are tied or they would have wrecked that steer, mm -hmm. you know, they hit him too hard. And, and I think that's, that's kind of what to, to, to look at in that run is to get some forgiveness, to get an opportunity where you, you know, you can still get by because if you, I think if that steer is a little bit slower, a little bit better, you guys got a chance to move to those top you know, probably top five or six calls or, you know, I don't, I don't remember where you guys were at exactly, but I know it was like 
probably like fifth to tenth in the rope and coming back, you know. Yes, sir. I you know, I could have scored a little better on that steer. I I just didn't want to break the barrier that late in the roping and I, you know, I was kind of scoring pretty safe, I would say. Um um if I could but if anything I could have got a better start on that steer. But like you're saying, if you know, we get a better steer right there and I see that same start, we're still gonna be six. Yeah on that steer and, and be right there in the mix of all of it, you know? Well, and I think that's, those are life decisions a guy's got to make in the heat of battle. Are you going to try to win this rope? Are you going to try to win these first couple checks and take a risky start, be real aggressive, try to get to the front of the rope or, you know, you're two steers away from winning a good check at a, at a rope that's already hard to win at. So yeah. it's like the safe start seems to make sense. Then you get it down to a, a one, a one steer roping. And then you can, if you do need to take some risk, you can, you know? Yeah. You know, and, there's a lot less risk that you take if you if you get to the short go and then say you have to be aggressive, you know, you go make a good, sharp, aggressive run and, you know, this is the best in the world. You know, they're either going to catch them or they're not. And, and sometimes they catch them all and sometimes half of them miss, you know, and it's you can't try to out rope everyone else. You just got to rope your steers. And I that's one thing that I've really tried to do the last couple of years or this last year since of last year. I've tried to really rope my steer for my roping, you know, try to rope my rope. Don't try to beat no one else. And and then if, when it comes down to it, if, if they don't rope their roping, I'm going to win. Yeah. You know, because I think, I think it's harder sometimes to, to beat yourself than it is to, you know, to beat other people. I think it's easy to, me- to mess up, you know? Yeah. So you're saying like, especially with this horse, you've got your run. And going into this short round, you're happy to stay within that run. You're not going to try to reach. You're not going to try to do anything different. You're happy. If you go catch the steer the same way and they beat you, you're all right with yep. that. Yep, like me and Levi, we rode out of the arena on that steer, and I was a little bummed because I didn't do a great job. And and he said, dude, we're fine. He said, you know, we'll just come back and make our run. We're going to win a check, yep. you know. And, and that's what's nice about that horse is we can go back to that situation. You know, we'd, we would have been five on that fifth steer and would have been second high callback. Then it our game plan may have changed just a little bit, but we were ninth callback. We were going to go make, put our run on the board and just see what everyone else did. Yeah. So let's, let's talk about the scenario in the short round. Um, I think the roping had right around 125, 130 teams, 750 a man. Caleb gets a bunch of money added. This is, this is one of the best ropings of the whole year, if not the best one. And um, so the, the, the nerves are going to go a little bit faster now. You've got the best guys. You've got a chance. Your ninth call, they're paying probably 10, 10 or 11 or 12 monies. It's a lot of monies for an open, and I really like how the payout works here. So yes, sir. You, you're in a situation where they are still roping pretty good, and you've got to be pretty fast. So mentally, where do you, where do you kind of want to go to here? What do you focus on? Well, you know, uh, I think we were like ninth or, you know, ninth callback or something, and I think they paid eight holes. Okay. And, you know, I... I think Levi, if I remember right, Levi was like, let's just go try to be winning the roping when we get done roping. And and if everyone beats you, then it's just not your day. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if you go make six good, clean runs, most times you're going to win a check. Right. You know, so that's when we went into the short go, that was our game plan. Our game plan was to make a good, sharp run. If, if we had a good steer that let us make a good run, make a good run. If not, get him caught. Yeah. Has your scoring changed? Have you decided the the move was more or less at this point? Do you have you tried to make any adjustments on what you've seen? On uh, you kind of mentioned right around tail. I thought it was like when I was scoring, I thought it was tail coming to the pin is what I was trying to see all day. But I keep my horse's head turned to the right a little bit more. So yeah, I think that's what it was tail tail to the pin. You yeah. know, um, 
I tried to score the same because, you know, like in the middle of the rope, I had a couple good steers and I, did, I just didn't want to slip up. And, you know, I think a lot of, you know, a lot of times I mess up on, I mess up good steers. And I, and I think that's where the guys that are dominant, they don't mess up good steers. You know, they get through the ones that are a little tough. And then when they come down to a good one, they, 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 they make it a point to, to catch that steer good, you know, and that's where I was trying not to mess up that day. I was like, if I get a good steer, I don't want to break the barrier trying to, trying to push, you know? Yeah. Well, so. and, and then you had that steer earlier that I was like, Hey, you drilled the start, which I don't know that you left early for what you're wanting to see. I just think that, I mean, you could have, but, or that steer was just really, really yeah. good. And if you were seeing less like something that would have got out on those runners a little bit better, that have broke the, broke the barrier on that, that loper. Mm -hmm. So that's also something you kind of, you got to understand the strategy be, between picking a good start, a safe start on a head horse that can run that, that kind of works out throughout the, the whole rope and not, you can't look at it from steer to steer, right? Yes, sir. And that's what I try to do on my horse. I, I score for good steers, Yeah, you know, because I, he's so fast from the back of the corner to the, to the barrier that as soon as you try to get a better start, you break the barrier every time. So I try to just say, Hey, I'm going to score for a good steer. If I get a runner, run him down and catch him part of it. But then when I get good ones and I get a good start, it's easy to be fast. Yeah. So do you get nervous? Like, you know, when the nerves are kind of going and you, I, I, obviously you got to be a little, some adrenaline's going at some point and, and you've been able to compete in a lot of big situations for as young as you are, especially, and, and do really well under some high pressure situations. But mentally, where do you, where do you focus? Where do you go to as far as what are you thinking before you nod your head? Um, I do get a little wound up every now and again. <laughs> I, I would say, I would say you're, you, you get going kind of fast, uh, man. I like it. But I, uh, I try to, I've really tried to, like Zank has taught me to try to clear my mind and, you know, and I think like, even when I was high call at the BFI and like certain areas that I've had to make, make it, make it count. It's just, I've tried to slow it down and, and tell myself slows fast, you know, and, and to take a deep breath. I think a lot of times. You know, like when I was real young, I, I would mess up a lot because I wouldn't breathe hardly. I'd get in there and just, you know, and the you next know, thing you know, you don't breathe till after the run and it's over, you know. Yeah. So I've tried to, you know, I'll back in there sometimes and I'll kind of take a couple deep breaths and I'll walk my horse forward and back in some circles and just try to get everything where it's, it's not like a rush, not a panic, you know. Yeah, try to relax. A where when bit. you back in the corner, you can back up in the box and you can back up in the box and then you can, it's clear. It's not like a blur, you know, it's not like you back in there and, oh, it's, it's done. You know, it's like, okay, see the start, run in there, rope the horns, turn the steer. Yeah. I think the other thing is paying attention to your senses there. Like if I can feel my reins, if I can feel my feet, mm -hmm. like if I'm listening to the shoot, I, I try to take some mental notes as I'm getting close because that, that means you're like kind of in the moment, right? Mm -hmm. You're kind of in your, you're, you're aware. If you, mm -hmm. I notice it for me anyways, if I really like, if I'm getting Nervous, like when I was healing some for you today, I, I didn't hear anything. I was blacked out. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I, I think that's that's getting in that that you were in that, the zone. Yeah, I wasn't in the zone healing, but <laughs> but no, I, I was just blacked out. I'm sure of that. Uh, but you know what I mean? I think there's a difference between those two states. And one is like it's easier to if you're relaxed, it's easier to react. So I think I I think that the deep breaths and the stuff like that. That's I I mean it makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. I just think it's easier to see the whole picture clear. You know, I, 
it's it's one of the things I've had heck with and, and roping is just it's been able to rope and then, and then like after the run be like oh you know this is what happened and think it clearly well you know it's like a lot of times for me it was where it's a blur like you get done roping it's like you know what what was it what happened right you know yeah and heck I mean I did it at the rodeos when I roped with Matt I would go to the rodeos and didn't even hardly remember our run <laughs> like. Yeah, you said the stair step right, did he? I mean, like I don't. It's just a blur, you know, and and it's not you're trying to do that. It's just you're not. The picture isn't clear enough, you yep. know. I think guys that do really like Clay Smith, a lot like Jade Corkill, them guys are real good at blocking everything out and staying real clear. You know, nothing ever gets in the way of the roping. Yeah. You know, and I and I think that's it's easy to do. You know, it's easy to get caught in the moment and. You know, you're excited, trying to win something. You know, I don't want to win eighth. I want to win third, you know. And the next thing you know, you mess up. And you could have won second just making a good run. Yeah. Okay, well, let's uh, let's watch this one and kind of give me give me your opinion or your breakdown on it. Actually, it should be rundown. We should probably call it the rundown, I'd imagine. Give me your rundown on this, this short rounder. I think, um, first of all, this is a great steer, right? Great steer. Um Got a pretty dang good start, you know, like I wasn't like real, real close, but I was, I was on it pretty good, you know, maybe an inch or two just real in it, you know? Yep. And I rode to a good, safe, aggressive spot, you know, I could have thrown a lot earlier on that steer. I could have been a lot more aggressive, but like I said, our game plan was to make a good sharp run. So when I got out right here, I tried to ride across there. And when I seen my first good throw, I tried to take it. And, you know, that's the same with Levi. You know, I tried to set that steer up where it's the fastest, best shot available, you know, and he did a good job. Well, and I think, too, that's exactly the run you've been making the whole time. I mean, I know that there was a few mistakes that we, we kind of pointed out here and there, but this is as clean as it gets. You, you know, the run is perfect for you. And what that does is Levi gets a good finish. He, he's able to heal the steer really fast. And it's it's the whole run that you guys, it's the game plan. You know, from beginning to end, that's that's kind of the game plan sticking out, right? You know, yes, you're sir. able to execute the whole time. Yes, sir. I, you know, I think the way, that, and on this horse, I, I try to do it a lot more than I ever have. But, you know, I think you got to try to, go to the ropings and, and your last run, it, it should it should be like your first run. You know, it, it, you, a lot of times guys go to the roping and their last run, they're trying to get a dally. They're trying to get close enough to throw and, you know, everything's a mess, you know, and it's it's nice to be able to end the day right here on a sharp, good run, but it didn't seem like nothing was out of control, you know. It didn't seem like nothing was hectic. We could have ran, ran another steer right after that if we needed to. Yeah. You know, and I – that's that I, I feel like that's a good that's when you do a good job it's it's like your horse isn't reading it i mean it's like nothing's getting out of hand you know nothing's leaving you nothing's ducking you know it's everything's one momentum well i think that's the whole point of of doing these these rundowns right is we get to find how people win how guys win and what you're able to do is you have i think one of the keys to winning for everybody is good chemistry with your horse so you can create shots and and then it's just the variety of shots that your horse allows you to take so you you know you've talked about this very well as far as what your horse does he's a special horse your run on him and you play to it the whole time and uh you you're you stay with the run the the whole time and there's a few opportunities to to maybe go less score on them, to change what you see. And there's times when we might be we could throw faster, especially after those first two steers. Mm -hmm. You know, you probably felt behind in the roping, and, and you're able to stay with that. 
Yeah, and I and I think that's uh, one thing in the last year I've learned jackpot in, in Stephenville a lot more, and you, you you cannot get caught in the moment. You cannot go the ropes and you know see everyone else making good fast runs and this and that. Well, then you try to do it. Well, the next thing you know, the fourth round comes around and there's 15 catches. Well, you don't even got a time, you know. And I yeah. think that's the like I've tried to tell myself that I'm going to be in the short go. I'm going to catch the cows and I'm going to have a give myself some kind of chance to win. You know, if you run them down there and you're seven on four in a row and you come back and get a chance to win last hole, you you still gave yourself a chance to win, you know. And I think that's the hardest thing is, is being able to not get caught in the moment and try to do what everyone else is doing and, and stay with the game plan. Yep. Know what your game plan is and then yep. staying with it. Well, perfect, man. We'll, uh, we're going to take a break. Uh, we'll, we'll get to some of these practice runs right quick. And, uh, yeah, that was, that was capitalist right there. What, what, what did you end up winning right there? I think fourth. Fourth place at the capitalist, one of the toughest ropings. And, uh, you know, I think that's, that's kind of shows it right there. Mm-hmm.